0: The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hey, AI Today listeners. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? we've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. From books and materials ranging from fundamentals of AI to deep dives on implementing AI projects, to AI ethics, tools, software, checklists, and more, our resources page will help you on your AI journey whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. That's aitoday.live slash L-I-S-T. Hello and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your
1: host Kathleen Mulch, and I'm your host Ronald Schmelzer. And you know we've been doing these AI Today glossary series podcasts now for a while, and I think it's really great because we we're covering the full scope of of putting AI into practice and making it successful. And uh, as you may have gathered from all of our uh, podcast episodes, it's more than just about machine learning models and algorithms and training data. That's a small part of it. Making AI successful really is about the full scope of big data. And it's about AI and applying the right pattern of AI. And it's all about understanding you know, how you need to deal with some of these ethical concepts and how we need to deal with dealing with data and moving data around and understanding it. So um, that's part of the, the glossary. It's not just, oh yeah, be familiar with terms, but also like, oh wow, maybe I need to be aware of these things because if I want my project to be successful, there's a lot of things I need to factor into account. So uh, definitely continue to listen. We're going to, you have tons more uh, uh, on the AI glossary series. We have lots of other things, of course, that doing, we've been doing on AI Today since 2017. So yeah, six years into this and hundreds of podcasts, you know, we all continue strong. We have, We run out of, we don't never run out of things to say on the AI Today podcast. So stay subscribed and be part of our AI Today community.
0: Exactly. So with our AI Glossary Series, if you've listened to them before, you know that sometimes we present one term and other times we present multiple terms together on the podcast so that we can, you know, help you understand how they these terms fit together. And these are AI, machine learning, and big data terms that we have in our glossary. So on today's podcast, we're going to define the term methodology also Waterfall, Agile, CrispDM, and the Cognitive Project Management for AI, CPM AI. So we've talked about methodology a lot on all of our podcasts because we are advocates of doing AI right and following best practices methodologies, but Sometimes when we talk to people, when we talk to people with more of a project management mindset or background, they totally get methodology. When we talk to folks that are more technical, more developer background, they don't always understand the term methodology. So we want to make sure that we are level setting it. And just in general, sometimes people don't, you know, uh, not necessarily those roles in particular. So I don't want to single any one particular rollout. But So we said, why don't we actually define the term methodology and put that in our glossary? So a methodology is a set of steps, process, and framework that is followed in a particular order to achieve desired and repeatable outcomes. Methodologies are generally practices and procedures that people follow for particular tasks and adopted organization-wide to ensure that the organization adopts the same approaches to systems. So that's important to understand because it really is this step-by-step approach. It's repeatable, usually documented, so that you're not kind of just making things up on the fly. It's a step-by-step approach that you can follow every time to get repeatable outcomes. So methodologies such as CPM AI methodology provide a project management approach to running and managing AI projects in a predictable and iterative manner optimize for success and avoidance of common reasons why AI projects fail and we had a huge uh you know AI uh, common reasons why AI projects fail podcast or AI failure series we'll link to those in the show notes so you can check them out but just at a high level understand when you do apply best practices methodologies you are limiting your uh you know some of those common reasons why AI projects fail
1: yeah, and you know methodologies are really important. People don't people don't put enough uh, emphasis that it's the way you do things often that um, to define the difference between success and failure. I mean, if you listen to many of our interviews here on AI today, and you look at some of the stuff that we've been talking about, especially in our failure series, this is probably the most relevant. That you'll see that we bring examples from organizations that have some of the best researchers and technologists on the planet. There's like nobody better than some of these researchers who have been doing AI and machine learning and they know their stuff. And these companies themselves have tons of of technology, some of the best technology, some of the great re- they they're not short on resources, right? But they're failing. They're failing. um and and that is, and part of the reason for that is that they're that they're ignoring these processes. there's there are some rational approaches for doing it right. So people need to focus on investing in uh, approaches. And some the, the irony of that is that it's, it's so inexpensive to learn how to do something. Nobody is telling you that you have to rigidly implement a process in the exact same way over and over again. But if you don't have a process, all you're doing is you're just doing a whole lot of trial and error and you're going to make mistakes that other people have made mistakes, sometimes really silly ones and stupid ones, you know, honestly. And this is like the smartest people are honestly making some of the dumbest mistakes. So, you know, pay attention to it. You may think, the I don't know if the word methodology trips you up. I don't know. We were on a podcast once. We asked them if they were implementing any methodology. They said scientific methodology. I just couldn't hold back. I'm like, no, you're not. First of all, it's ridiculous to, for you to say that. So maybe the word methodology trips you up. If you want to think of it as a process or a framework, that's fine, but you need to understand that it's a methodology. So let's bring in some methodologies that have been around, especially for project management that you may or may not be familiar with. And one of the ones that have been around for a while is called Waterfall, which is that's the name of the methodology. And it's an approach to project management that uses sequential development process sort of in a top. To bottom approach that flows like a waterfall. So as you complete the requirements and it fills, then you can move on to the next uh, phase on the project. And usually they kind of they're they're sequential. So you can't overlap them. There are approaches that overlap, but let's not confuse things too much. You know, generally the approach with waterfall is you have a requirements phase, then you have an analysis phase, a design phase, an implementation phase of some sort, some some form. Then you have sort of a testing phase, and then you have this final deployment phase. And, you know, these sorts of, this sort of step is kind of like an assembly line or it's used in complex processes where you really do need to set out those requirements well in advance because you don't really want things or expect things to be changing too much. And they don't, so you can kind of guess where things are going here. They don't require sort of the too much iterative and agile stuff. So think of large engineering projects, building skyscrapers, building, you know, shopping malls any sort of construction project because you have to really know things well in advance get permits and figure out where the utilities will be and the streets and the traffic and all that sort of stuff you don't need last minute changes you don't want last minute changes right uh, any or but even technical technical projects that are just very complicated and you you need to have well defined steps you know waterfall has its uses and has its approaches and is it, it has been around for a very long time and you know generally that's the approach but well you know, waterfall isn't great for everything.
0: Exactly. So, waterfall, as Ron mentioned, is still around, is still used, but waterfall approaches follow, you know, a real engineering approach, and that can pose challenges when we are doing software development projects. So waterfall really borrows from assembly line methods of production and operation management approaches. And as you can imagine the timeline from when you're, you know, scoping your project out to completing the project and delivering it can be quite long. I mean it's, you know, not uncommon maybe 12, 18, 24 months. That's okay if you're doing things like building a shopping mall, but that's not really okay with software development. So also waterfall requires lots of planning and documentation requires teams to predict major obstacles, which when you're building, you know, like I said, a shopping mall, maybe you can predict what some of those major obstacles will be because you've seen them on previous jobs, but that's harder with software development. Also, it's a high risk of building the wrong thing and you're unable to quickly respond to changing technology requirements needs and bias problems which again can pose huge challenges for software development projects so from that there was this idea that came about that we need to be more iterative and agile we need to uh you know have tighter short iterations so that we get to the goal of rapidly producing a deliverable within a much shorter time frame. So no longer do we have these, you know, 12, 18 month projects, but we have shorter two-week sprints and iterations. And this is kind of that idea behind Agile. So it's again, more optimized to software de- development. But what exactly is Agile?
1: Yeah. So you know Agile is a specific approach and it's also a philosophy, if you want to think of it, but it is defined as a methodology for development of of any kind it originally was for software development but it's really kind of been applied more broadly that really focuses on these short iterative sprints so that's the agility we want to we want to deal with change we want to deal with the fact that requirements change and the environments change and technology changes we run into unexpected problems right so that's sort of like the opposite of waterfall right we want to break up our project into these smaller sections rather than tackling the whole project at once and there are these a lot of related ideas so Agile as a general, as an approach, there's some specific stuff there, but there's also this idea of Scrum and Kanban. I don't want to get into all those details because now you're entering the project management world, which is really interesting, right? Here we are on a podcast about AI and machine learning, and we're talking about project management. And the reason why is because, as we said, most often the cause of failure for AI projects is not bad people or bad technology. It's bad process and bad methodology. So that is why we need to bring in some of these very fundamental project management concepts. Now, Agile does have this philosophy and it has a manifesto. And it basically says we need to treat the requirements and needs of individuals and interactions over some rigid process and tool. Obviously, waterfall being rigid process and specific tools. The Agile manifesto says really focus on delivering a working product it has this idea of minimum viable products and really sort of working towards having something having something to show in iteration over having comprehensive documentation which is sort of obviously waterfall says let's have a complete requirements document make it as complete as possible you're not going to have complete and besides even if you did things change right um then well agile manifesto says you know we need customer collaboration over contract negotiation so the idea here is have this back and forth with the customer. Maybe the customer does not know what they want, or maybe they think they do and maybe they're right, but things change and then they realize something happens. So you got to go back and forth rather than saying, we must agree to everything up front, right? That contract, you tell me all of your requirements and I'll agree to it and then we'll build to it. And of course that builds for rigidity because people can't change stuff, right? And of course that leads to the final aspect of the agile manifesto, which is focus on responding to change over following a plan. The best plans can go wrong. So be agile, be flexible, respond to change and have processes and technology that really focus on that responding to change. Now, the specifics of how you do it and the tools and the processes and the documents, they all have fancy names and fancy stuff and you can dig deeper into learning agile specifically, but as an approach, this is what it's all about.
0: Exactly. And that's why we want to present it just at a high level so you have an understanding of that. But you may be going, well, you you know, Kathleen and Ron, you always talk about how data is the heart of AI, and these are data-centric. We need data-centric approaches and methodologies for running our AI projects. And you're right. So we wanted to present some of them. In particular, CRISP-DM, which stands for the Cross-Industry Standard Process for Data Mining, CRISP-DM. It's a methodology for data-centric projects, and it consists of six main phases, uh, business understanding data understanding data prep modeling evaluation and deployment Crisp crispDM is not new it's been around for you know decades now it was first released in 1999 but crispDM was not updated so it was you know version one was released and then it hasn't been updated since so it's a great you know uh data focused methodology it was specifically built for data mining but again it is about 20 years old and so there's some issues with it it's not that it doesn't have that agile mindset to it it was created and released you know before agile was really adopted at organizations so yes it's data centric but it does need to be enhanced if we're going to use it for ai
1: yeah and so that that really brings us to well what is this enhanced AI uh, data centric methodology that brings in agile and all? Then, of course, that's what CPMAI is. And that's actually the origin of CPMAI. And the cognitive project management for AI methodology has been around now uh, for more than half a decade. Yeah, 2017 originated uh, with major banks, major governments, major organizations, big Fortune 1000s, as well as tiny companies all around the world. People have been certified to uh, who have used it. And here's the irony of it it's like, People focus their, a lot of time, their emphasis on training is on learning the tools and technology, like uh, Python and learning particular tools. But the tools and technology change a lot. So if, if I learned some tool two or three years later, the, what I learned is probably obsolete. I can't really use it anymore. The irony of it is, learning a methodology lasts forever. So your investment in learning CPMAI, learning Cognitive Project Manager AI, will last you for all of your AI projects. You know, yes, there are iterations and there are things that are made more specific. CPMAI is on version seven right now, so it's got a lot of detail, uh, and we keep iterating on on some of the the, the methods and the process and the 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 uh, specifics of the workbook and things like that, but it's the same methodology (laughs) and uh, that will last you a lifetime you know, of AI projects and big data projects. So CPM AI has the data centricity of CrispDM. It enhances Agile to work for data projects because you can't really use Agile as it stands for data projects. It provides the specific details for AI and cognitive technology projects, including things like the AI go no go and the seven patterns of AI and the specifics around model evaluation and all that good stuff where otherwise you'd have to come up with that yourself and you probably would be repeating all the mistakes everybody else makes, leverages those seven patterns as I mentioned. And everything is iterative. You don't have to go through the full cycle if you realize when you're in data preparation that you have a problem with data understanding or business understanding. You can go back and repeat those steps as necessary. So it's very important. Now, I don't want to spend too much time going into it here on this podcast because, one, we spend a lot of time. We have a whole bunch of podcasts on CPMAI, But more importantly, we have a free introduction to CPMAI course. It's free for you, our AI Today listeners. So if you go to Aitoday.live slash CPMAI. You can register for our free courses, about three hours, two to three hours or so with exercises that'll help you understand what is CPMAI, what are the phases, how does it work, how do you make it uh, solve some of the problems for AI projects, it gives you a nice overview. Of course. You know, the details and also, more importantly, getting certified in the methodology, which is a signal to your employer and to future employers that you know how to build AI projects with success. That is our full CPMAI training and certification. But the introduction will give you an overview if you don't know what it's all about. So that way, one, maybe you can be conversant. To some extent in it, at least know the phases, but to maybe build that use case to say, you know what, this investment in in training and certification will last me a lifetime, will give my projects a greater chance of success. It's crazy that you'd spend tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, and millions of dollars on data and software and services and people and not spend any amount of time on the process. You're just going to waste all those resources, right? You may be successful, but if you look on average, you, uh, on average, you won't be successful. 70, 80% of projects fail. So if you want to go, if you're a probabilistic thinker, as you should be with AI machine learning, you'll know that your probability of success is lower unless you improve your probability of success by addressing all those common factors. So it's a push. We've been pushing on it on every glossary series episode, but this is why we want you to be successful. Invest in yourself. Invest in your time. Go to ai.today.live/cpmi. Register for the free intro course. It's just your time that you're investing. And later you'll see if you want to invest for your own future.
0: Exactly. And if you'd like to become CPMAI certified after you've taken your free intro course, you can go to Cognolitica.com CPMAI to sign up for the training. And at the end of that, you will get your certification. We have many podcast listeners who are CPMAI certified. So we've interviewed some of them because we want you to hear from them how it's helped enhance their career, how the individual level CPMAI certification has helped them either find a new job or grow in the job that they're in, be able to talk to different groups and organizations at their company, and also just understand how to better manage AI projects. So, we'll link to that in the show notes. We encourage you to check it out. Like Ron said, the, we have a free intro course. So, really, you got nothing to lose with checking that out. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts. Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools, handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live/list.